0: I mean, it's uh, it, it has a long story there. But anyway, I I that's one so of the there reasons goes, I got into cigars. So there goes cigars. the Canary Islands story. So to yeah. uh,
1: so, say, so, so, so your dad is it was a, a tobacco guy.
0: Well, no, he wasn't. He, well, was, he was uh, he, he was, at was at fourteen. He published a no, at six, fifteen, sixteen. He published his first book. I think he might even younger. Las rosas audaces. I think is uh, the name. He was a smart, smart kid uh, at an early age. His family uh, was very. Um, Cultured, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but his family still own all that land there in this town called Porta de Volpe. It was premium cigar. Uh, and so he, oh, he learned. Did
1: that's take that from you guys? Uh,
0: yeah, that's, a, that's another story. But in his book of poetry or whatever. But he went on to go to the University of Havana. He knew Fidel from the revolution. He was living in uh, Europe uh, for some time. Met many famous uh, intellectuals at the time that would let her actually help him. Uh, Nobel Prize winner Albert Camus, French Algerian. Um and uh, John Paul Sartre, another fan. Yeah, Uh amazing. You keep you keep going. Um, long story. Short. They were like his
2: mentors, or you're saying that they were people his that peers. he met at the
0: time. Yeah, he also lived in in uh, was visiting Russia. He was actually uh, um, teaching here in the United States, uh, language, in 1959 or whatever, 60 so when the revolution hits. He's where asked.
1: He, where was he teaching?
0: He was actually teaching at like Berlitz at the time. It wasn't anything like that. But he he later on went to teach. You know, I didn't discover it till till I see the papers and stuff like that. Places like visiting professor at Yale. He was a visiting professor at wow. Harvard uh, when he when he passed away. He was also a professor at New York University. Uh, so he, he did quite a few things there. But he knew Castro from the Revolution. He traveled uh, to the Soviet Union. He had many friends there. Uh, poets Yevgeny Stushenko who was well known at the time. He saw what. Uh, was going to come to Cuba with the system I mean I mean people throw around the word socialism like a you know <laughs> just a, a used towel or something and it, it's things get perverted along the way and not to get into the long road of it but he obviously saw that this was a dictatorial dictatorial system uh, under the auspice of this new society that was coming to Cuba and uh, he wrote a book book of poetry in the late 60s um called fuera del juego out of the game and uh, i won an international prize uh and they put pressure on him not you know publish it he did it won the prize he, i'm going real quick here his uh, my my mom at the time was also a writer he was uh, detained and, and prison tortured the because whole promoted the book Well, because uh, what the what the what the book was about it was uh, pretty much it was about basically the sadness of uh, losing um, your country. Yeah, and 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 what was to to happen, and so it was a little bit of a threat, and also because uh, communist dictatorships at that time were very good at using uh, intellectuals throughout the world and uh, and higher learning. Universities and colleges yeah, to throughout the pretty world, pretty much to, to explain to, utopia. Yeah, to, to foster what they thought was uh, it's kind of
1: like happening in America right now. Oh, yeah, no, that's re-
0: been happening forever. I don't I don't know what you know. Well, I, this is all like all not a, is all this like, is not nothing new. I mean, there are points where my father was ostracized, but they couldn't help it because I mean, he had won so many awards and was well known in the community. But a lot of people still in in this in this uh, world, if you will, um, uh, s- still very much want to keep uh, other thoughts out, which is interestingly enough. And he wasn't a uh, right-wing guy and he wasn't a communist. He was very much a liberal, free-thinking kind of guy, but also believed in a free press and democracy and... Yeah, hypocr- the romantic
2: side of freedom. You know, There's a lot of uh, artists who don't take political positions, but their <laughs> feelings, their sentiments, and their expressions are consistent with obvious freedom liberty the freedom of the soul freedom to express yourself to romanticize about greater things and hope and communism has none of that communist is the proletariat the collective we can do it together a perfect world these people are stealing no one's from better
1: than anybody else. No one's yeah better.
0: i don't you know what i i mean that's i, don't, I would love to read his poetry to really know uh, the essence of it you know what uh, i think uh it, it's B.S. I mean, uh, even when you, you study Marx or whatever, and I just I don't mean communism, but that's that's just a way for them to get the average people, throw them in and, and, and able to sell them a product, you know, and that's what they're that's what they're sold so that they can s- steal. So they can, Lie yeah, they can, You know, they, it's it's a two class society. I mean, it's uh, you're part of their system, and you really got to ri- go up high to get your little lada car or whatever. And uh, at that time, and and it's all centralized, planned. Uh, and by and, the way, the
2: audience needs to know what the lada car is. The little Russian, the
0: little Russian, Russian. yeah, yeah, the little like, Russian uh, matchbox uh, yeah, that drives around Cuba. Uh, it's a shame that country, man. It's such a shame. It's so have you, have you been? People. I haven't been. My wife lived in Saint Petersburg uh, briefly. She's from Finland, um, and uh, my obviously my father had been there and everything. I like to go. I've sold cigars uh, in the. The, the Russians uh, appreciate cigars. Um, I Sold them about ten years ago. Their economy is doing well. Things like that. I still love to sell them now, but uh, you know we'll we'll see. I mean, yes, they they look they're they're coming out of a. <laughs> uh, a very repressive system in so many ways and these new products come on the market and you know there's been uh, so many things as you know have happened in Russia shift in uh, wealth uh, into yeah well few... I mean it was just
2: Putin telling whoever's running the operation now it's now yours I get 20% right until you try to cut me out yeah. then I cut you out yeah and then of course is this hurt
0: in Russia just in case I go like I don't well, know yeah. what's going on and Mark <laughs> I don't always say Vlad you're good. Well, it's okay. unfortunately,
2: unfortunately, anybody in Russia with wsqfradio.com <laughs> forward slash live can hear you in loud and clear. Oh,
0: man. Well, um, because let's I started see. saying things at night
2: um, when I was really pumped up, uh, I would come in here at midnight, annoyed by the news I would hear and this and this and that. And I would do my Spanish show by myself here in the dark at midnight until Radio Martí uh, interviewed me at the Artemis Theater when Trump came. And they knew who I was, and they knew that I had been making a—because uh, that's when revolutionary types listen to American radio at midnight, when there's no chivatos running around listening to what you're listening to. So people hear transistor radio, and, oh, yeah? and through my live streaming, and they're hearing me.
0: Wow. So how about them apples? Russia. What can you say? It's a, like Churchill said, it's an enigma wrapped in a mystery, or whatever. it just keeps going on. They have— a, they have everything they need to be an extremely successful country if they can get the corruption part out of the way.
2: Yes. Like, uh, like uh, Putin uh, ramming Ukrainian ships just to be able to meet with Trump this week and act all John Wayne-ish when he comes to America, ramming ships. He's going to uh, the, G, the G20 uh, summit in I South America. Trump's
1: decided he's decided not to talk to him. Not going to meet him.
2: Not going to meet with him.
1: No, he's turning. He's shutting him down. It's, uh,
2: the G20 summit is the in G20 Argentina. In
1: Argentina. Argentina. Uh, Trump's going to sit with him. Okay,
2: okay. so now, where is uh, mm-hmm. the romance of your father having this land provoked you to get into the business later? How is it that you, yeah, as a person. You, went
1: to, you came to Miami and you went to Princeton, New Jersey, where
0: you grew up? Yeah, I grew up in Princeton. I was just there a couple of weeks ago. I my wife to check it out. Uh, obviously, a very. Uh, it, was uh, it, it was cold, but it was nice get a little break here from... No, it's nostalgic, too. It's freezing in Miami
2: today, uh, 60 <laughs> degrees. Yeah, today. So you're in New Jersey, and then what was your upbringing like there?
0: Because I don't think the cigar thing... Well, the reason I ended up in New Jersey is my, my mom and I came. Uh, she had... Uh, cast you know, My grandparents were living in Miami at the time. Uh, Castro's. she immediately started petitioning for my father's release, writing the Pope, writing centers, writing whatever. Uh, a lot of... Uh, when my father was in prison, there was a letter that was uh, that was sent, and it's in the New York Times. And you can Google the Padilla affair and and all of this. And it, basically, these intellectuals that had been pro uh, the revolution, including one of them that recently won the uh, Pulitzer Prize in literature, Mario Vargas Llosa from Peru, mm-hmm. spoke out uh, and and wrote saying, "Wait, what kind of what are you doing here with someone uh, who's just?" A writer i mean a poet i mean this is this is insane you know
2: yeah and the list was uh, long of writers already so, in prison
0: yeah so that pressure forced them to put him under house arrest he was ostracized he was you know not really allowed to have certain visitors this and that and then in uh, 1980 Senator ted kennedy helped petition for my father's release along with many other people and uh, my father uh uh, was allowed to come. But before that, my my, mom, my mother was really, I guess, giving Castro a headache. And he said, e- we're not going to release him. The first Dama de Blanco, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, she, we're not going to release Averuto uh, till his wife gets the heck out of Miami because she's stirring the pot. And so she had, they have friends and family up in New Jersey where my mother and I went at first, Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, it was an interesting, you know, working class uh, town, uh 15, 20 minutes from New York City, originally, yeah, you know, originally Eastern European migrants and Italian migrants and and there's migrants that, I don't don't know what the new migrants are, you know, and then there was like a little enclave of Cubans in West New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and so it was all there. I mean, it was, it's it's amazing because it's, it's like a big part of America started there still continues in a way to get these new immigrants coming into that into Celia that area. It's, there's no I don't think there's any place in the world like uh, like that area that throws all these cultures together. So New Jersey's kind of a, a unique thing going on uh, not uh, the Could you be, could you think uh, do you
2: believe that Celia Cruz chose her life in New Jersey because of that? She was impressed with that because she never was a Miami person. You know and what And yet the, she was
0: iconic Cuban. Yeah, she, um, and, she, and when she died, a parade was huge up there for yeah. her. I mean, uh, you know, I. So what you're describing seems to be the well, same god, thing my she. My
1: godparents were West, Cuban, West New York. That's, how, that's yeah. how I got Cuban godparents. They were yeah. in West New
2: York. So I tell you, I probably had that same.
0: She observed the same well, thing you observed, uh, yeah. all the microcosm but of that's culture. The,
1: that's the, big, the first, like his. Oh, wait, right. Cubans. The new Cubans don't go to.
0: Well, yeah, but also I think Sally, also there was a, a huge music scene. New and, and New York, and in the 50s, uh, by uh, the uh, George Washington Bridge. What's that area? What's that oh, area Oh Hector,
2: Hector Laveau uh, in the 70s. Uh, uh, uh,
0: up there in that area. Had some Cubans there. The upper, uh, upper East side, uh, up, no, side. No, Upper West Side, by the, by the George 20, Washington 20, Bridge. 20, of what's that, what's that? What's that 20, area? 70, 70. Uh, Washington Heights? Oh, yeah. Is uh, Washington yeah, Heights area. In the, in yeah, in the
2: Heights, the famous
0: Broadway musical. Uh, right. So uh, Washington you know, Heights. There would be uh, also, uh, uh, and it's changed through time, but there was a little bit of Cubans there in the late 50s. And Ricans. there always been. So... You know, anyway, long story short, uh, my father was released, there we are, I get to see my father again, Uh, he meets with, Carter was just on his way out, then Reagan invites him over to talk about what's going on in Cuba, I mean, he never talked about this stuff, it wasn't later until I found out about it, Reagan mentions him in a speech when he comes to Miami, talking about, you know... Oh, in the
2: famous uh, Day County
0: Auditorium uh, speech? Yeah, it's uh, there again.
2: Guess who invited him here to Miami? Uh, my father.
0: Uh, oh. Hey, oh, is that your father? father okay. Uh, all right. La, Esqu-
2: La Esquina de Tejas. Uh, we owned the Esquina de Tejas at the time. My father was naming that street uh, 12th Avenue by the Firestone there. Sure. My father's building was on the yeah, corner yeah, there. Yeah. In La Esquina de Tejas. You remember that? Yeah, it sure. was like the
0: sure.
2: nerve center of exile for years. Uh, cops, judges, politicals, everybody had lunch at La Esquina de Tejas. Well, my father was the landlord there. And he. Um, he was part of the Hispanic Latin district to put light posts up and uh, street walking and all right. centered around the, uh, the presidential corner, which is what uh, my, my father named the building that he built later in the parking lot of that. Uh, so anyway, that night, that day we had the lunch there. That was the closest I ever got to Reagan. I was, I don't know, maybe 1983, right? So I was uh, 18. And then he went to the Bay County Auditorium, and I, I guess that's where he mentioned your father in, the, in that speech. That's the speech where he says, uh,
0: hey, "It's here in
2: Guasí no. And then, of course, standing ovation. Cubans are feeling really proud, and uh, and it ended up being he started his he started his presidency already with the the, the you know the Mariel started in 1980, but by the time he it's basically the reason why he gets elected is because the mariels were already coming in 79 and it's starting to build up and then boom mariel boat lift and smacks carter right in the face and uh, you know reagan takes it from there and of course the fall of the uh, the the fall of the soviets happens under bush but all that intention is why we fell in love with reagan that the, the the crescendo of the cold war starts with mariel and ends with the fall of the berlin wall and bush gets the credit for something that reagan really had created with
1: uh and what, did, what cho- did he mention your dad reagan in the speech
0: what did he what mention did he yeah. you yeah. want you do want me to google that yeah
1: to google it you don't
0: know what it is i don't remember the speech by heart well no. uh,
1: yeah you know right? i
2: actually want him to make the bridge yeah. to cigars where is it because we yeah, have
1: because I mean, to... he no he i know that he did some art he's, he's a good amazing artist graphic art too right
0: graphic yeah that's art. that's i did there for for uh you, you, you oil on canvas or uh,
2: what? So, watercolor or
0: I, I, no? No, no. I grew up. I had uh, naturally. I was uh, fortunate to have the skills. My mom, uh, you know, also enjoyed. Uh, so it's in the DNA pool,
2: basically. Mom yeah. is the painter and dad's the writer, or yeah. or mita mita.
0: Uh, no, my dad is just a writer. To back in. Uh, oh, saying a joke about yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. We had him uh, on there, but here's, here's actually, I posted this the other day, Uh um his arrest creating, uh, uh, well, uh Here, Here are Ronald Reagan's words and speech about Roberto Badia, our father Reagan said in 1908, a Cuban scholar. He said, uh, in, in 1908, a Cuban scholar named Roberto Badia came to the United States after spending 20 years under Castro. He marveled at what he saw, something that he hadn't even noticed during his visit here 20 years ago. When visiting the campuses of our major universities, he said, I'm struck by something that will be obvious to all Americans. No one, government official or colleague, has asked me what I was going to say in the seminars and courses I'm going to give this fall. This is new for me. Simple but true. It is difficult to ask anyone born into freedom to realize exactly what he or she possesses. Well, Mr. Padilla went on to explain that freedom is invisible. It is the absence of the government censor, the absence of the secret police, the absence of the agent of repression. So that's that's basically
2: said. it. What well, we were describing earlier, the freedom is this, don't know it's there.
1: So his father goes and speaks on campuses, and he's awestruck by the fact that they don't ask him what he's going to say first. Well, he's. But like
2: it's not so much that he was awestruck since he well, he already told us that he, 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 was, he t- was teaching before the revolution. Right. But it was galvanized when he was in prison. He realized, wow, no one asked me
1: yeah, but Ben Shapiro can't speak on campus, they riot. There you go. They won't let today, him on campus. Today Lori today,
2: Aibon, today we're reverting back to that. That's an excellent point you're making because we could have another show just on uh, asking Ernesto to repeat that again and realize that what his fathers cherished the most, we're giving we're giving, we're, we're giving up.
1: We're we're giving, we're giving it up what his dad suffered. No cool.
0: people are on both sides are afraid to challenge a little bit of their thought and to to the left is sometimes especially uh, at times has been um, dominant in 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 the universities uh, in college campuses. Sometimes uh, all the time. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's you know I mean, uh, we garbage. can see it uh, in trans it's a, it's a shame because it doesn't allow you to really kind of, you know, have a discussion, um, what, you know, well, to the, challenge. The, 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 pro,
2: the problem that they have, and it's a theme of our show, uh, they don't want to realize, to have a conversation with the left, you have to talk about what's failed and it's all left. There isn't a single thing that they've proposed so far,
0: well, uh, all of
2: it, there's not one thing. You can't name one thing that hasn't bankrupt this country, not one. There isn't a single uh, plan. I
0: don't know why. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's, well,
2: see, but that's the thing. We have we have people come, and they,
0: they, listen, they listen, can't. But hold, hold on. I, I think there's one thing. There's what always, has the United States has been uh, always a liberal, open society. That's that's the reason why. You know, I want my. I, I realized. I never thought about it, but my wife is from Finland. They're you know uh, Lutheran, and she's like. Oh, I don't understand why everybody's so mad at each other over this, you know, this, or, you know, now it's like, why are they mad at this or the Jew or this or this guy with this? And I'm like, there's so many religions here and I, and, and, you know, so many different religions in America. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Cause there's a state religion in, in, in Finland. It's only five and a half million people, but there is a state religion over, over there. You're saying, I, you're saying everybody's
2: Lutheran or no? Uh, uh,
0: pretty much in Finland. Yes. They're, 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 they're pretty much. Uh, and so. And you know why that is? I don't know the it's whole history the, of uh, the, you know, the f- church
2: it's the church tax. There was a tax imposed on all of Europe in exchange for the Nazis returning all the bombed out cathedrals that they they were in possession of. And the Vatican, just for the Catholic just for the Catholics, who were the majority of the churches in Europe at the time, agreed to a church tax to this very day. So it's funded by a tax. That's why it's called a, a government church. And the church is what's unfortunate about all that is that Europe's faith in Jesus Christ has fallen. No, well, I don't know.
0: I mean, it's very religious. I was actually kind of surprised that uh, there's, there's actually a little bit more. But my point is is that the American uh, left is not the American left of even the Tip O'Neill, Ronald Reagan era. Or even Ted Kennedy, which people say, he's so extreme and this and that. Yeah, I get it. Yes, uh, and certain things, but... The left today? yes. that's not the same.
2: as John F. Kennedy okay? and, and
0: you know we and uh, as a matter, of, I think the worst place to be is in the middle right now, because I <laughs> believe that the best things come from from challenging your, your your standard thought. and there are some good things from both sides, believe it or not. I think. I think there's balance. This country is balanced. This country is not left, this country is not right. Because if not, then just one party all the time would win, and this and that. You can see it; it's very predictable. I said, okay, now that they will win, and this and that. Because what works in America is a binary system, competition. I got to make a cigar better than the next guy with this price, with this and that. When I don't, I get a little lazy. Eh, eh, eh. I, I believe you lose government. Membership. No, I believe government functions well. When you do have a crazy Bernie Sanders, in my opinion, he's not crazy, he's a nice yeah, guy, he's well, got his have, ideas. Providing he loses, but like time out, providing he loses. Well, <laughs> but my, my my job, if I were to oppose him, was to try to show and explain why this works. Bernie, you you talk so much about uh, uh, Europe. There is no set minimum wage in Finland. Here you go. Ah! <laughs> What I just learned that the other day. I like the more I see, I was like, wait a minute. Yes, but we have an understanding that you know you should. But the government is saying you got to pay this guy this much, this this and that. Can people take advantage? I understand, but if but they, you know, you can't pick and choose what you like, and and it's very different. Each country is very different. I can see why uh, Europeans get a little upset. Finland is not Sweden. It's very different yes. in in a lot of different ways, and so are other countries there, and they're trying to figure it out because. Because yeah, yeah. there are several countries, they're like our states. They have more than 50, but well, they're they're different
2: languages, different yeah, cultures, open totally. borders. But the the, the uh-huh. gist of what I'm trying to say is, when you talk about the left, you talk about and what I call, uh, and uh, I'm accused of being an ideologue all the time, which is fine, but theres isn't... Idologue. I'm an ideologue, yes. There's nothing that you can point to that we've passed here in this country since 1902. Nothing. There isn't a single... Thing that the Republicans have, uh, the Democrats have passed, that has produced greater prosperity. It's masked and maybe slowed prosperity and masked it. Like for instance, the income tax was theirs, and then we we actually passed it for them. Um, Social Security completely bankrupted the country. People stopped saving.
0: Well, like, well, Social Security. They, they, it's like wait a minute. It's like I, I, I can explain this to a two-year-old. It's like it works actually. It works really well. Stop touching it. <laughs> it's just that simple. It's like, hey, no, dude, I don't agree if you're going to set that aside, you set it aside. When you, when you, ask you know America, what I
2: mean? When you ask America what it is, it cannot deny that it's a life insurance company and an underpaid army. And that is the truth. And the reason why what? 70% of our, uh, our debt is related to entitlement spending yeah. means that Social Security failed. Medicare. Okay, people stop saving. Oh, yeah, but and we spend so sta- much for
0: healthcare, and then at the end of the day, I mean, I have someone that works for me. They got two kids. They're trying. To, it's like some stuff just really doesn't uh, well, but, add up. Well,
2: but remember, you're using the lens. Remember what uh, Martha, uh, what Mother Teresa said. You know, don't look at today with the lens of yesterday. You, you start. Well, us, through, us three, start analyzing what's going on today. We don't want to understand that in 1934, people were in dire straits. And it sounded really nice for a president to say, hey, we're going to we're going to show you your retirement. Hell, I got people to go to work to go get that paycheck. Square deal. But the truth is, uh, it came from your paycheck. And the truth is, it's a Ponzi scheme. And the truth is that there's no guarantee that the next generation is going to get it. But what happens to the liberal policy?
0: But they so but but, but they started borrowing money from social security, taking money. There was not there was like there should have been a law saying you can you cannot touch this money. And but, it would have been but, fine and but, it would have worked. But, second, but they kept touching saying, their money. They even yeah, did that with I'm, the post office. People make fun of the post office. Like Actually the post office was doing pretty good. Then they kept grabbing the money from okay, the post office.
2: guess what the money was going to? To pay back Social Security. Just That's end around. By welfare okay because uh so from 1972 to now the contribution to social security into social security has gone straight down yeah Yeah. okay and the birth rate of the people you need to pay for it that's what i'm talking about in finland the birth rate has been negative for 43 years 83% Eighty-three yeah. percent of uh, the-
0: Yeah, you can't compare five and a half million people, whoa, in the, in can, especially I, how this society went, is. Finland
2: and, went. I go with Finland; it's seventy-three. But I go to France; it's only fifty-four. Uh, but none of them have the majority of their people born under marriages, and uh, neither, either by the faith or by license, it's out of wedlock birth. Guess what? The the, the birth rates go down so much that you can see how the Muslims. So, what's s- the solution? How are we gonna solve this? Uh, the solution
1: is we smoke cigars. Right, that's all I got. So we, tell us about how do you get any cigars? Tell us.
0: Well, originally I wanted to build the next Saturn V rocket, but I let Elon take over. And actually, his rocket can't even put into space with the original Saturn V. His own company, yeah. He's kind of well. He, last time he was on the radio, was smoking weed. I think, right? Yeah. Was like, <laughs> you know, I don't have. Uh, I'm not publicly traded. Is he publicly traded? He is, right? Tesla. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why he was in. Yeah, should have stayed private. Yeah, uh, I think d- he
2: was trying to get. Uh, he was trying to create his own exit strategy to get out because he's probably getting exhausted well, uh, being at the, the top.
0: Yeah. yeah, is he? But he's still with SpaceX, right? He's still
2: with SpaceX, but he's out of Tesla.
0: Yeah, well, that's the most overhead. That's a weird car. You ever drive that thing? No, I, uh, yeah. I
2: want to know what we're going to do with all those batteries. Tomorrow's junkyard. Do you know today. that, that really Porsche?
0: Toxic- do you know Porsche who invented the electric car?
2: They actually- probably-
0: Ferdinand Porsche. Check it out. For he, them for,
2: he, first one that came up with it.
0: Yeah, you really like really made it practical, the whole shebang, and uh, that's a long story. And on he that.
2: decided the hell with that. I ain't gonna make that thing.
0: Uh, yeah, were, you know the battery storage, the whole thing. I mean, he pretty interesting, uh, interesting history.
1: Well, G- think about know, GM. You saw the video on GM. GM pushes, invented about 25 years ago an electric car that worked perfect, and they gave it to Hollywood producers, mm-hmm. Hollywood artists, and said, "Drive it, give us your feedback." And every one of them drove it. We want to buy it. We want to buy it. We want to buy it. They took them all back. When they found out how good it was and how successful it was, took them out to the desert and crushed them all. It's on video. So they, GM, who now wants to go to China to build electric cars, and Trump is freaking out, saying, wait, we subsidized. He owes $10 billion. So now he's pushing back on that, and it's on YouTube. You can YouTube it. And oh, so that GM. explains
2: the, G, the the GM layoff.
1: Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a GM layoff.
2: The oh, local. I thought you said General Electric. You no, General
1: Motors. General Motors. General mm.
2: Motors. Yeah, so GM, GM is now... GM. So this war has been wonderful.
1: They had a, um, they, Only they had a on WSQF, WSQF blink, well. blink
2: Radio do you hear oh, that?
1: Yeah. You know that. You can watch it on YouTube. So you, I want to know how you get uh, cigars, because I smoke your cigars. I love your cigars. Uh, they're amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. They're, uh, I mean, you explain a little bit on Nicaraguan, Honduran. Not definitely we know uh, not Cuba.
0: Right, yeah. No, the seeds, the seeds like like immigrants uh-huh. <laughs> come uh-huh. over, and ironically enough, like... Send,
1: send me them so I can do the papers. Or,
0: the the seeds. the the seeds the Cuban seeds that came in literally, the literally these people that came from Cuba literally had them. you can you can uh, they're the size of um tiny, uh, yeah peppercorn yeah, like yeah. smaller like not not even the big pepper like no even smaller you know when you grind yeah, pep- them, yeah. pepper it's like you have millions uh, your, of most seeds most of your and,
2: cigars from Esteli or DR or Honduras
0: well uh, you know uh, th- the thing is in our industry that's a misnomer because uh we blend the, the very few countries where that...
2: you can roll the entire leaf yeah the and entire and cigar. you can do
0: it but it's not necessarily uh like for example uh for a while like i just brought him a box of the uh padilla san andres that means the uh, san andres mexico uh great wrapper um and and you're the first bold one to actually put it on his on your box well, I mean, well, the, the, the we there's another it? there's another company there's out there that does very well. Square Cigar for a long time used it with Nicaraguan and it worked fantastic. But I gotta say, we have to in our industry. Uh, People have preconceptions, you know, about uh, San Andres uh, was preconceived a, ideas about, was oh, great- Mexico, I think of tacos, I think of this, not my cigars. But actually, believe it or not, the wrapper is fantastic. The rest of the plant is not so great. So it was always, not not that it's bad, but it just blending 100% uh, Mexican tobacco is not ideal. Uh, Nicaragua, on the other hand, has f- probably the best fillers right now. In, in for premium cigars, but people need to understand if somebody says, Is that Dominican? Is that a Nicaragua? That doesn't mean that all the tobacco inside no, is from there, that. it's blended. Yes, and uh, and that's so, why you
2: have that's why you have these the 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 cigar maker, uh, is so prominent in your industry because they know they the can blender, master blender, your master yeah. blender. Uh, yeah,
0: it's a lot of that. How it's much, a, how much of that? Can you say crock of shit on the radio? <laughs> <No. laughs> crock of ship. Oh, ship, ship, ship. ship. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, BS. And, and I think I've seen a little bit of that in the wine industry too, because sometimes we, cigar fishing out a Wine Spectator, or both of them, whatever, and you like, man, this is some marketing BS. But, rea- you really,
2: but you really want that 80, 90, 93,
0: 94 to be... Uh, I've, gotten, is- I've gotten the ratings. I don't know. Myron Shankin, I guess, is waiting. You know, I don't know. Sometimes they love you. Sometimes they're whatever. It's all... Don't, so it don't go by that. Don't go by any of that. Don't listen to a, the young guy cigar store clerk. Throw a cigar at him next time you see him. Shut up, kid. You know? You know? Just smoke a cigar that. if you like Just it. Just shut the hell up. Smoke the fucking freaking cigar. The freaking oh, cigar. Gotta, oh, is it like NCAA? This is, like, this is FCC, like, man. This uh, is FCC? A, that's a major oh. fine right there. Oof. All right. Well, we got <laughs> notice. Uh, 165,000.
2: I'll end up being uh, your father in the slammer, and your mom better oh, be writing letters okay. to get me so, out. Okay. So
1: when did you start with Dia Cigars?
0: Uh, officially 2003.
1: 2003. Did mm-hmm. You worked with uh, with. Uh, I
0: worked uh, Perdomo, Perdomo briefly. Perdomo, yeah, right? yeah, briefly with. Uh, Hialeah, where was it? Yeah, uh, well, he's like right by my whatever. Yeah, highly Miami Lakes, whatever, up there. He had his office up there and helped him with some things. I was working in uh, for ad agency in Dallas Fort Worth. My father passed away in uh, uh, 2000. Yeah, so and uh, I came down to Miami. Uh, so right from,
2: from college you went to Texas to, to no,
0: work? No, 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 no. I I, I I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey. Went from elementary high school even though I lived in Spain briefly uh, when he was a visiting professor at NYU in 1983 actually. And uh, we came back, uh, lived up north again. And then I went uh, to the Art Institute of Philadelphia briefly. I was trying to figure out man what I wanted to do. I mean, I had this skill set. I really enjoyed being creative. It's uh, But I also, um, I don't know, part of my family is entrepreneurial. My brother's in another uh, industry. He's done well in that. Uh, And I saw that I can maybe combine the two. And I like the history of cigars. I like uh, the passion and artistry that really is there. And and some of it's been commoditized now in marketing and blah, blah, blah. But there really are people like uh, he just passed away, Arsenio Ramos, 86, uh, human gentleman from Pinal del Rio, and uh,
2: where did he end, did he die in Cuba? Or he, ended he died up in
0: room? he died in Cuba. He was working in Nicaragua for a while for a tobacco grower called Aganorsa. Uh, it's an interesting story too. There, Eduardo Fernandez is a Cuban businessman that went to the Wharton School of Business and with his brother started a company in Spain called Telepizza. There was no pizza delivery. Oh, yeah. in the early eighties. Uh,
2: he uh, yeah, he's a, a big pizza chain. He wanted to buy the Atlanta. Uh, he wanted to buy the Atlanta. I don't know if it's the Hawks or the Braves.
0: Fernandez. Uh, he well, mit, he probably mit, his other brother. I don't know about the, Eduardo. Eduardo's tight. are <laughs> no, Eduardo. I don't know if Eduardo no, right, uh, That's one not his a, thing. Uh,
2: the, one, the, uh, the pizza guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. His, well, there it was two brothers, you know. and Which they went, one owns the pizza? No, they both, they both started. Uh, uh, Leopoldo, I think, is the one brother. Yeah, uh, one of those
2: brothers made a run for, you know, the Braves, the Hawks. One, really?
0: One of the Atlanta teams. I mean, I think... I think on the European stock exchange it was that thing was close to a billion dollars, uh, what it sold for. It was pretty impressive so but Eduardo really had it really enjoyed agricultural things, moved to Nicaragua, um, early nineties and uh, started pig farming and cattle and the thing where you like sell semen, I was like, Hey, oh, I'm always joke cool around. Book. I'm like, Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Hey, I'll I'm Do giving, that in a I'm cup. It away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm giving it away. Hey, ladies, that should be leave a twenty on the <laughs> there dresser. You go, your yeah. you're going come out a cigar. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and so yeah, so yeah. There's
2: a gentleman here on the island who's, who goes to my church, and he makes a lot of money uh, matching. Uh, uh, cows with bulls.
0: Yeah, well, he he's got that business. He's got several businesses. He's fine, and he anyway he he was able to take these Cuban agronomists and bring them all. And they're agronomists. This is not voodoo, magic, air. I feel inspired. This is a science. Everything that is done here is done really pretty much scientifically with a reason. These guys uh, studied, but there is a lot of know-how that's passed down. Uh, you know, you see people in our industry, you know, joke around, the gringos, whatever you want to call them, they're friends of mine, but, you know, they have to kind of learn the hard way certain things. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, there's one old man who worked for ASP Tobacco Growers, the press family, that's another big tobacco grower. I remember he passed away, but he was the type of guy, I remember hearing the stories of this guy that could feel they would be irrigating the fields in Ecuador, which is the best rapper, some of the best rapper out there in certain long story on that. And he could just feel the I don't know barometer changing when it was a clear day. And then the weather said this. He's like, stop irrigating. And I'm like, well, what, what do you mean? It's like it hasn't rained for it. No, no, it's going to rain at this hour. We need to stop and whatever. Sure enough, boom, you know, so there's some crazy things like that. Like, you know, I don't know, the, the guy like fell and now his left foot can feel the barometer pressure of the thing changing but these guys are very sharp it's all magnesium potassium this soil content that the fertilizer the fertilizer on some of the stuff that's being used is from bird droppings and chili on rocks
1: guano.
0: can't make this crap well excuse you can say crap i can say crap. you say ass too. too. i i don't know the freaking name i was like come on get out of here you're pulling my leg yeah, and, yeah. well, I think the wine industry, it's very expensive fertilizer. I mean, and that's really one of the reasons we really- So it's bird
2: crap, um, probably on an uh, island rocks. Of rocks. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: and all this stuff, and so it's- But from Chile, I don't know what's up with the birds. I don't really know that much. There's also the worm uh, compost piles, different worms, and different stuff, and the worms that they digest through their system. There's different things to the soil. So
1: tell they use all this in the growing tobacco. Growing
0: a tobacco. So tobacco- like The, the
1: placentias, the olivas- we're yeah. Using that well, yeah, not
0: some more in others. There's the 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 curing barns, for example, the way they were set up with these uh uh doors or windows that people see them and they're really long rectangular big buildings. That's so the air can go through it once you pick it you have to dry yeah, it. You up put up it up there. But up, yeah. now technology is one. I don't know some people uh, I forgot the, the the name, but some people like potentially do use these. I've, I've heard and I think even uh, um rural is over there in Honduras. The uh, They line the barns, and they can control the temperature and humidity better with this insulation and the system that goes through it. But, I mean, there's many stories, for example, of the ox, which plows the land. And some people at one certain point had bought these expensive John Deere tractors and bring it down, you know, do this, GPS positioning, and blah, blah, blah. End of the day, they sink heavy into the very soft soil, and they comp. Compact the soil too much because you need uh, irrigation. You need it yeah. needs to be like. Almost, yeah, so the mold
2: would develop uh, in the in the cigar. And
0: so uh, they bring back the ox, and these like these ox are like, oh, they're like they're the they're the best. They're the best at doing what they do for you know hundreds of years doing that. But the the yeah, so there's a romance where. Technology isn't necessarily the
2: best right, way to go.
0: Right, It's a mix, but at the end of the day, you know, there's there's studies are done on these things. I mean, like uh, uh, Rices Guanas, who makes some of our cigars in Honduras. Great guy. He also grows, and at certain times, you'll have to leave the land alone to get it, to let it renourish or whatever. And you will. When uh, you say leave uh, a year, months, what? Yeah, sometimes it can be a year. At least, you know, Cuba does not do that. These 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 are getting pounded year after year after year after year and this crazy guy said hey let's throw some sugar cane in here because at one point that was a big producing and that just rack, you know sucked up all the ha- juice ha- havoc on the soil and things like that well, and, and he did it in viñales too where where it was sacred he, ground he did, it's just like a madman so. you know, he did
2: that he did that also with the cuban cow he mixed the milk and the <laughs> and the beef cattle together Wow. And there, it doesn't produce milk or good beef.
0: There you go, fantastic. So, so there very you. Very sad
2: go. story. The whole the whole Who culture. Castro. Castro. No.
0: Castro's minions. Yeah, they, he's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 interesting, but you know, all it's, right,
2: yeah. All right. So in the last four minutes we have together, which I think oh, uh, it was pretty cool how fast uh, we yeah. we we pulled this off. Uh, first of all, will you come back again? Second of all. Wait, let me give you my Trump one with my ace bandage, man.
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm on, that, uh, I'm, I'm on uh, injured
2: I'll, reserve, but I'm still here I'll cranking put
0: it out. Uh, well, let me put it on uh, now that everything is, uh, you know, what, are you gonna, what happened to that thing, and how do you. Well, that's you a know, face for radio right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah all of us here. Ooh, all right. TV. Celebr-
2: oh. We're celebrating a cigar, you know. So, um,
1: tell what's your website.
0: www.padiacigars.com.
1: And what's, your, and what's your what's your website, Lena? Oh my USA. God.
2: immigrationnation.com Well, here we are on um, the last two minutes of the show. What do you think is the future of your business? More cigars, less cigars? Uh, uh, You're gonna just get into another line of More work? More
1: regulation, less regulation?
0: Oh yeah, we. Uh... Yeah, that's
2: a uh, that's that's a good question because that's that's we can take up two minutes on that. What do we do about this, fricazoid Mayor Blumberg? If that stuff starts spreading, well, you can't smoke anywhere in Miami.
0: Yeah, I was just in
1: New York. I texted him yeah. and said you can't smoke anywhere. He goes, I can smoke on the
0: streets. Yeah. Well, guess yeah, what? Not in, in New- Park, not in Central Park. Not in Central Park.
2: You're not in the outdoor cafes yeah. in New yeah. York. That stuff comes yeah. to Miami. What is Well, the it's cigar? already
0: uh, the Food and Drug Administration has already been given the, the green light um, to to, squeeze to regulate uh, premium cigar. So. Um, Uh, yeah, that's, that's a little bit, look, I believe in some regulation because this product is made overseas. We have, you put it in your mouth. There's a lot of things that I believe it or not. Oh, what he wants to hear that come, you know, let's be realistic here in America, we can eat and drink uh, fairly safely because of certain uh, things that have been put in place. But when it's just Put in place unnecessarily for no reason to get money. You see the idiocy is like, wait, hold on. You're not really helping the public health. There's actually some things that they should be doing. They don't even like what, and so that's where you're like, oh man, you know what? That's that's government gone awry. And and cigars, it's such a small industry. I mean, uh, it's it's a little bit overbearing uh, what what they've decided to do. Well, I
2: I think we should be fighting for simple, just like open carry on, on firearms. There should be open carry on cigar smoking. If what's that? If you're in the open air, you cannot regulate cigar smoking. You can only well, I, uh, I, you can only sectionalize it. In well, in other words, it's certainly, I should be able to smoke anywhere outside I want, including an outdoor cafe. And you have to provide an area for me to smoke outside.
0: I believe in but California. You, if you're free, outside in your patio, in certain cities, yes, they so. can call. The cops on you, and yeah, and in Vancouver, Canada. I remember. So guess had, what? You
2: know, why doesn't it apply to barbecue? That's smoke too. I don't like yeah, what you're cooking. It yeah. stinks.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's, See,
2: it's what absurd. I
1: mean? It's absurd. Where do you go? Huh? It yeah. It keeps going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go? So
2: yeah. there should be an open air law that says, planning to say, you got exhaust coming out of cars into the open air, and that's more damaging standing behind a car than it ever will be standing next to a cigar smoker. So there should we should pull money together. And fight this hard on an open air law saying nobody can tell you what to do in the open air when it comes to any type of emission, since we've already legitimized the exhaust of a car. And we know that.
1: Has the regulations affected you?
0: Well, anyone
2: it can make the cigar very expensive.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, um, in, in, in what they're saying is that if you have a brand prior to February 15 2007 that's a long story why they picked that date that was when the the regulation was just the, the bill was introduced uh then you are grandfathered in as long as you can prove that you've been on the market prior to February 15 2007 and continue to sell the product after uh 2007 Dave uh there is a usage fee uh now that's increased so then
2: what I so then the companies that are earlier in 2007, are starting to buy up companies that are 2015. Uh. (laughs) That's exactly what's happening.
0: Well, if anybody has a checkbook out there, you can write <laughs> no, me at...
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Yes. That's what you have to be bought There's,
0: there, there's some big plays. Oliva uh, Cigar Company got bought. Drew Estate was bought by Swisher. There's been some there some, you go. some of that consolidation. Now, it's what people don't understand is that the FDA is very quiet right now. People aren't seeing it. The warning labels got kicked back to a judge. We know eventually that will happen, You know things that they want. But all of a sudden, they're just going to... And they're starting to visit the big guys uh they they are going to come a knocking and uh you know i buyer beware you know some people i feel i do honestly sincerely because i started a small business feel bad that some people simply because they didn't have brands prior to this date are going to face possibly being out of business and i don't exaggerate that i don't like to talk about it because uh, then you're like "Eh, negative nancy and we don't know yet well we do know something as it stands You better have your ducks in a row by 2021. We do know there is a date, February 15, 2007. I do know I get attorney bills, you know, for finding all this. Thank God I kept all this paperwork just because I was in the background for all these years to prove to them that I've been in business. And it's unbelievable, all the paperwork, the attorney. Now she's got a file. And this is like, this is incredible because one minute, you know, the warning labels, 40% of a box, I think, is what they had to take up. The warning label, the covers. It's like, come on. What are you, blind? I mean, it's ridiculous. And then so we fought it in the yeah, industry. Well,
2: remember, they did it to the cereal boxes. They did it, you know, with the carbohydrate breakdown of the food. Mm-hmm. It's the left. It's the left, guys. The left is doing yeah. this to everybody. The left is about government. It's a party of lies, thieves, and government. <laughs> and until well, how you do you go- really feel? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the nature of it. So I thank you very much for uh, for coming so here to Blink thing. Radio. Thank Mark, I, I thank you for showing up every Wednesday. And, uh Stay free, my friends, because we're going to go to, uh, we're going to even it up with heart. I guess we're just going to do it this way, and we do it this way. We just passed George Harrison, but even it up with heart. Take care, my friends. Take care. If you like our programming on WSQF 945 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.